In the year 2026, archaeologists working in the Nevada desert discovered a portal to an ancient city on Mars. They call this portal the Ark. Twenty years later, we're still struggling to understand why it was built and what happened to the civilization that built it. Not supposed to die. This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 404. That's not an error. It's the number. Ah, the whole thing crashed. It's film sack four hundred and four. Uh, it's a uh, film not found. Last episode I of the wish. year. Yeah. <laughs> last episode of twenty eighteen. Uh, buckle up, everybody. It's going to be fun. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. He likes to teleport and then puke Dunaway. Did you? Oh, hi. Uh, yes, yes. This is Sarge. W- what am I doing? Right now? Oh, nothing much. Just sitting here shirtless in front of my computer shopping for shirts that I'll most likely outgrow in a month because I'm a freak. What's that? <laughs> Semper Fi, shop or die. Oh, yes. Very clever, sir. So what can we do for you today? Are my guys up for a quick trip to Mars by way of the bowels of the Nevada desert? Yes, we can do that. Hey, has anyone told Elon Musk we found that portal? No? So he's still shooting those cars into space? Man, he's going to be so bummed when he finds out. Sorry, Rocket Man, maybe smoking pot can be your new hobby. Anywho, <laughs> hey, while I have you on the line, sir, can you look into getting me access to one of those BFGs for the barracks? The other guys here never invite me to indoor batting practice anymore, and I feel like a big friendly gun would really go a long way towards making that right. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Reaper? Isn't Grim Reaper? Because his name is Grim? Last name? Mm-hmm. Oh, I just got that. Oh, now my handle seems kind of lazy. Sarge. <laughs> uh, nice one. Uh, also with us, Randy Sewer Imp Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Yeah, Brian. Uh, Stem Pack. Orange Julius. Mm-hmm. Mustache Guy. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three, kid. Yeah. Mad Clown. Spicoli. Sugar Raymond. Uh, Aloha Topper. Buttersworth. Jiffy, Green Hat, Meat Lover, CrossFit Guy, Middle Tooth, Aloha Wegman, Pinky, Brain, Fatty Tuna, Grandma, Little Cheeky, Big Cheeky, I see you there, Aloha Ford Lincoln Mercury, uh, Batman, John, Steelix, I'm sorry guys, we had a mission, but we missed deployment during roll call. (laughs) (laughs) They are the dumbest nicknames in the history of video game film adaptations. I'm just going to say Was I Orange Julius, by the way? Uh, yeah. You were also you were also Steelix and yeah. you were also Wegman. Nice. <laughs> you always make a good Wegman. And finally, with us, Brian, can you smell what the bad video game film adaptation is cooking? Mm. Ibit. Wow, how appropriate. Uh, and I'm picking up right where Dunaway's left off. All right, men, I'm going to have to cancel our leave. We've got a mission, and this isn't going to be an easy mission. Some of you won't come back alive. 
The ones that do come back alive won't come back with any quarters in their pockets. This is going to be tougher than the mission in Russia where giant blocks were falling from the sky and we had to arrange them into lines to make them disappear. Private Dunaway, do you remember the name of that mission? Sir, no, sir. The Russian <laughs> one where the giant blocks, giant blocks falling from the sky in was Russia? It, was it Tetris? I am a superior officer, Private Dunway, and you will address me as such. Now, what was the name of that mission? <laughs> Tetris, sir. Right. Tetris. And this mission is going to be tougher than the mission where we found ourselves in an underground cave armed only with a bicycle pump, and we had to dig our way out all the while fighting off fire-breathing dragons and beach balls with ski goggles. Private Deluxe, what was the name of that mission? Sir, Dick Dog, sir. Right. And this mission will be tougher than the mission where we were suddenly turned into animated versions of ourselves that had to rescue Princess Daphne, and every time we died, we had to start over from, from the beginning. What was the name of that mission, Private Johnson? Mission... Uh, Donkey Kong, sir! <laughs> no! Shit. Princess Daphne animated... Wait, Daphne? <laughs> oh! Uh, uh, Dragon's Lair, sir! Right, well... <laughs> Alright, well, this mission won't be as tough as Operation Dragon's Lair. That mission cost me about $30 in quarters. True story. <laughs> and the video disc would skip all the time. <laughs> Poor <laughs> laser disc. I don't know why I thought Daphne... Why? why do I always get mixed up with the... Uh, Who's the lady yeah, that Donkey Kong took? Donkey it wasn't Kong Peach. Uh, it was the other lady before Peach. Princess, ah. another castle. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I can't remember it. But anyway, it doesn't matter because we're talking about Doom. Yeah, that's right. Doom, the right. video game, and now the movie. Finally, it's come to theaters in 2005. And uh, many of us were pissed and didn't go see it. At least I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> because I knew it was going to be poop. And sure enough, uh, from all accounts and uh, box office records and everything else, it was a big, hot giant poop that was dropped in the year of 2005 another great year for other movies like um you got your uh your uh, uh serenity that year you had uh, a third oh, star really? wars movie of the prequels it was probably the best of the prequels and then you got the um uh, what's the oh batman begins that was that year so it was oh, a wow it was a good year oh five and uh doom was not a good movie at all in fact it's really it's really bad it's a bad movie guys i'm just gonna say it early yeah. and, and proud but before I say anything else, Scott Fletcher's back. Doom. Space Marines are sent to investigate strange events at a research facility on Mars, but find themselves at the mercy of genetically enhanced killing machines. All right. That's not the movie I, that's not the video game I played. The video game I played, it was a portal from hell that opened on Earth, and all the demons came right. from hell to right. fight people on Earth. Yeah. This, well, this is, this is another, based on Doom 3, right? Yeah, more, more Doom 3. Than, but there yeah, was, yeah. We have to also consider maybe there was another portal on Mars that went to hell, and really Mars was just kind of a way station between hell and Earth. Right. Like, like it but was. Uh, the, we don't have any direct portals from uh, hell to Earth? All right, we have to take Mars? All right, and what's mm, the layover time? Yeah, uh, no but then this, then this movie doesn't, doesn't fit at all, because this movie is about one of the biggest tropes in sci-fi, which is science is going to go wrong and kill us. It doesn't matter what, if somebody is doing science somewhere, they're doing it wrong and it's going to turn people into monsters that kill us. Yeah, no, that's, that's the entire uh, premise of the thing. And I guess doom always kind of had this too, because the reason the portal had opened in doom one and continued through doom two was uh, an, a science experiment gone wrong here. 
Right. Uh, so, um, and and very uh, very funny movie. They named the scientist who screwed all this up, uh, Doctor Carmack. <laughs> Carmack. Car- yeah, I love yeah. That. He's a rocket scientist. They had Doctor Carmack, <laughs> and they had Doctor Willits. Uh, also, the yeah. other or one of the early founders, aka employees of uh, of Id Software. So Id they were software. they were throwing all kinds of little insider bits there, which is fine. I don't mind any of that, but. Uh, they just kind of whole cloth said, you know, what if it was like Resident Evil meets yeah. a, a bad aliens that, remake, you know, like here that we was go. my biggest complaint about this movie while I was watching it was thinking, man, I wish they would just make a decision, either go full on just we're doom and we're not apologizing and we're just going to go over the top because the last 20 minutes, the thing that I was dreading the most hadn't seen this before. The thing I was dreading the most was the first person shooter part, Mm -hmm. but it was actually the last 20 minutes, which is where that occurs is probably the best part of the movie. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, there's a point. There's a point in this movie where you realize, Oh, I'll bet the rock and Carl urban are going to fight. And then you start realizing, Ooh, I'll bet it's going to be the end of the movie. Yeah. And then when you finally get there, uh, you're like, you're like, oh, and they're going to have superpowers. This should be awesome. And it and yes. the problem is the whole movie sucks so bad that it doesn't actually have to be that good at the end to entertain you. You're just so <laughs> damn glad that you finally got to the Rock and Carl Urban fighting. Yeah, right? I agree. I wrote that in my notes specifically that the fight at the end isn't bad, and I think it's just not bad given everything that came before it, and also. I think the best actor in this movie is The Rock, even though he's just doing the same thing he does in all movies he's in. Yeah, just um, cooking and making everybody smell it. Just yeah, it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but he is not known for, you know, there's not a lot of range to The Rock, and I'm fine with that. I don't have a problem with is, it. He's just, he's the... This is yeah. earlier Rock for us, too. So we were still we were still looking at, you know, let's, let's use The Rock's, you know, amazing... Uh, choreographed fighting skills, and so that that played well in this movie. But I, I I'll be honest with you, I've seen The Rock with no hair for so long that having a little bit of peach fuzz on top of his head kind of bothered me. Kinda. Yeah, yeah, it's a little weird it, it to see. It. Us a little bit. He, I, I was like, he had a lot of that though back in the wrestling days. He had a lot of hair up there. Yeah, he did. As that did. started to go away, and as he went more full Hollywood, <laughs> it seems like he also went more more full steroids. Right. I don't know. I can't yeah. actually. Oh, speak he to was, that. Not he as was much so hair much bigger as, now. Yeah. Not as much hair as he has in that old uh, parachute pants photograph. Oh that yeah, love that one. In it for a while. Yeah, that one where he's like. 20, so I want to. I want to. I want to disagree shot. with Scott here. Mm. Um, I felt like a lot of the roles were like real cut and dried, and there wasn't any room for someone to act. Like Rosamund Pike is a fantastic actress. Mm. She didn't have a part fantastic. really here. Like she just had to play the caricature of the sister scientist. Uh, uh, yeah, that that old standard. Anyway, I, I just want to argue the the best Twins. performance. The best performance in the film is by Richard Brake as Portman because he he yeah, has to yeah. play somebody who is just weird, and he does it. He goes for it. It's great. You're weirded out by Richard Brake the, in every time he's speaking. Is he the one that's what? the? He's the religious guy. No, he's no, the one with no. the yellow teeth who's always sneering. Okay, yeah. now that okay, here's a here's a drugs. Yeah, doot. here's the fun side <laughs> note about that. I was just talking to Ibit about this yesterday that I had watched while on the treadmill. Mandy, okay, the that movie oh, with yeah, that was good. Nick, Nick Cage, Cage, weird oh, ass. Cage. What a weird movie that is. Mandy is a weird freaking movie. Is the best way I can put it. And I don't even know if I recommend it. I I think I do. I don't know. Anyway, it's really weird, bloody, strange. And that guy's totally in that, and I just finished that, and then rolled right into Doom and went, there he is again! <laughs> Richard Brake. Yeah, in that thing he played what's uh, the character called the chemist, 
And then this one, he's right. whatever. He's he's a port. What do you say, porter? The one that's always complaining. Is he the complaining port, one, right? Portman. Port what yeah. was what was his nickname supposed to mean? Excuse my ignorance, but I didn't. I got everybody else's kind of. But mm, I don't know if Portman. he had one. Was it just? Uh, is his last name British guy trying to nickname. pretend like he has a good American accent? Probably is okay. what his nickname stands for. I mean, they were all doing this. Almost everybody's British except for uh, The Rock. Everybody else, Rosamund Pike, for example, struggled to keep her yeah. accent in check yeah, most of the yeah. movie. Um, she's better than this in other stuff, so I don't know what was going on then. She's she's great in Gone Girl. I mean, plays mm-hmm. plays the role just exactly how you'd need it to be played for, for kind of sympathy and then... Uh, not sympathy later on in the film. Right. Yeah. Hey, Without I'll giving you, anything away. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you though, it, I would I I would I would sign on to watch a TV series developed around John Grimm and Samantha Grimm solving crime and that kind of stuff. I played, thought the characters mean, themselves mean, were kind of interesting. And you mean played by these two actors, sure. right? Because that's what Oh, that'd be even better because yeah. I like I like yeah. them together. I thought they they had good yeah, chemistry. Yeah. Good chemistry. So this is this is him yeah. post Lord of the Rings when he was in Lord of the Rings, but this is pre any of the Star Treks. This is, I think, right before he was um, uh, he would do the the Judge Dredd, Judge Dredd deal, yeah, the Dredd movie, mm-hmm. right? Um, so this is a kind of a weird in betweener time for him, and um, I really in-betweener. like him, but I thought this was just I, it's not his fault because I like him in everything. He's right. great in everything mm-hmm. I see him in. He's got great swagger and attitude. Even his Doctor McCoy is just perfect for it. In this, he's just. I don't think they use him properly. He just yeah. stares in the distance a lot and shoots at stuff. That's it. I think I think you can really rest the the blame for how bad this movie is on the the um, the screenwriting, basically the story and the direction. Because mm. again, it is it's good actors, good actresses, but um, uh, them the- directing. Rosamund Pike to be so flat right. and dull mm-hmm. and even uh Carl Urban to be so flat and dull it's like they said well we're going to put all of our eggs in the rock basket and uh um <laughs> going into the rock basket well I, I think that I, speaks a lot to just Dwayne Johnson's ability to play this thing he plays in every movie he's just good at it naturally he just is good at going you know looking at the camera and going I'm in charge here it's, it just sounds good coming from him and it's it feels yeah. legit and like he's got power in the room and he's just good at it. And I think yeah. it over it's it's so overshadows everyone else that it's easy to want to go, well, he only paid attention to the rock, but I have a feeling that he just is he just came in there with the right pants on. And everybody else is just like, you know, <laughs> which, well with no shirt. Is, which is exactly <laughs> where I wanna say this movie wasn't that bad. Like it's real easy to just go, Oh, horrible movie. Everybody should hate it. But I could watch this movie. Like it's not, it's it's not so bad that I was mad at it. I I, I came away feeling like, oh, you know, if somebody came over, like never seen Doom and throws it on, I'll sit and watch it with them. Yeah. You know what's interesting about this? The the thing that fell for this movie for me the most, and maybe I just wasn't in the right lighting or something, but I could not see anything. <laughs> I felt like I was constantly in the dark. I didn't dark. feel like I was yeah. seeing. I didn't feel like I was visually seeing anything interesting yeah yeah I and didn't, that will that will turn me off lots of times yeah. i didn't write a lot of notes for this movie but one of the notes i did write is boy don't they have any lights in this research station yeah. i i actually uh i there was one brightly lit scene i think when they first go through the portal 
and they come right. out on the other side and they're inside like mm-hmm. a they're inside the the grand central station of mars mm-hmm. uh, right I, right I, I i realized oh i can see everything and i real i thought to myself i wonder if it's just the transfer for netflix and so then i just turned the brightness way up and it was fine mm-hmm. i never thought yeah, about right, it again interesting that might have been a problem. I, I really felt like that. I, I, I was like, is my TV misadjusted or something? Might be the transfer. Might be right. Because I figured they were going dark because Doom 3 is a very dark uh, game. That's when they're kind of well, supposed to be basing most of this on. Yeah. And uh, three, so I, I got what some- they were going for. But it just is a difference when you're playing as a first person shooter in a dark environment because you're you're constantly focused in and looking as hard as you can and then getting yeah. those jump scares. In a movie, it's like, I don't even know what characters are on the screen right now. Right. I'm like... I don't even know who that is. So three from a from a from a just strictly video game standpoint, three was obviously the first one since the you know two D pixelated stuff of of mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. first two. Not that dark, right? Those are not right. Dark those at all. aren't very dark. Third one comes out in two thousand and two or three, whatever it was, and right. uh, was the the big driver of the story was hey, Carmax got this new engine where they've got crazy specular highlighting stuff going on and. And shaders that make everything seem dark and twisted and weird. It was a little more Resident Evil, uh, the video game, than than Doom traditionally was. More survival horror, more s- creeping around slowly and less just blow everything up in your way. Which they are now back to with the new games. The one in 2016 oh, and the one that's coming out uh, next year. They're, they're very much, you know, they've gone back to what made Doom great. Which is fast paced, ridiculous action with a heavy metal soundtrack behind it. Um, exactly, and, and like, I wish I kind of wish this movie had gone a little more not silly, but a little more just embrace the Doom guy in green yeah. armor who doesn't ever talk and just go nuts. A little more hardcore Henry, maybe, is what I'm saying, and maybe that's a bad <laughs> idea. But just don't don't get all bound up in like brother sister dynamics and is that person telling the truth and what are they hiding? And then all the, just like the kid's a newbie and he doesn't know anything, but eventually he stands up to the man and they get shot for it. And you know, all these moral ambiguities feel like they're out of place in doom for me. And that's where I get disappointed and I can't exactly sit with Randy on this. I mean, you're right. It's not the worst. It's not the worst movie by any stretch, but I feel like the game part of it, it it makes me bias. And I, I'll admit that. I, I have played every single Doom game going back to that ridiculous first game that we all played on our, our old PCs. I, I can't even remember what how how bad the PC was back in like 1992 or yeah, something. Mine played but, on a 386DX33 um, is what I played it on. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, there you go. I, I've played every Doom game. I, I never once thought about the games while watching this movie. The games did not... Mm-hmm. break yeah. into my brain while I was watching this movie. Well, okay, but here's the other problem. So every time, what's his name from Star Trek? I forgot his name already. Uh, Carl Urban. Carl Carl Urban. No, Urban. no, no, no. Doug Jones. Sorry, Doug Jones. Oh. So, oh, okay. so Doug Jones would show up in the hallway as an imp. And he's perfect for that because he's tall and lanky and weird looking. So you put that makeup on him and have him do it. But the movie never felt like they were going anywhere or getting any place yeah. or anything. It's like there was just two, three rooms and they'd poke into one half and the one half of the room would go, rah, and there'd be a guy standing there, Doug Jones standing there in a big suit, and then you kill that one, but did you, you really didn't get anywhere. And that's, I think my biggest problem with the movie is I don't feel like there was momentum ever. It just never felt like I was going anyplace. And it felt yeah, like Mars... Jumped between the characters, they jumped between the characters too much and didn't linger in, in one, one character's face for too long. Right. It was just like... And uh, I, ironically, that, it reminded me of an old homemade Doom level. 
And I, yeah. this sound this is gonna sound strange, but like there were people I knew at the time in the early nineties who were making incredibly articulate Doom levels with multiple floors and secret rooms and crazy multiplayer levels and stuff. And I was so amazed by that. And then somebody else would put one up on Usenet or something that was like two rooms and a toilet. And that's what this felt like. <laughs> right. This felt like by two way, empty speaking, rooms and a toilet. Yeah. This is like very timely to bring that up. Have you heard that there's um you can download the room information from your Roomba now and turn it into a, a Doom oh, level. That. Yeah, I was watching that. That is that is yeah, it's like the last couple of days this just got yeah. yeah, this just came out like uh your the new Roombas allow you to download the room space and you can right. then use an, a, a program to turn it into a doom level. <laughs> wow. That's a great, that's one of the coolest things we're going to talk about. I've decided. And this that way. would be way more, <laughs> that would be movie. way yeah. more, that would be way more interesting than uh, the pinky character who, uh, oh, they just can never we talk about that for I, a second. I, Let's talk about well, pinky. I, so say what you're going to say. I, and then I, I got to follow up for it. Okay, I, I hate that you had such an interesting story that was Pinky, and they just they just really just glossed over it and made him like the you know the man on the other end of the line uh, arguing with you know. Just, well, you know uh, why though? Because here's why they needed an excuse as to why they could call the alien or the 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 hell right. creature from the video game, which was named yeah. Pinky. Pinky. And right. it was like a pink creature flesh monster oh, with a mechanical yeah. back end to it. It was legs, but it wasn't wheels, yeah. but it was legs. And they needed an excuse to have it so that the thing they ended up fighting called Pinky was based on a guy named yeah. Pinky. But if you didn't already, I mean, gosh, but I mean, you had such this great looking because it looked amazing. His character looked amazing running around with, you know, no lower half and the wheels. Mm -hmm. You know, this is 2005. I thought that looked great. I mean, if I had the opportunity to make such an interesting character, I would have explored him a little bit more because he's got to be crazy. Right. If if you yeah. went through a portal and never really explained why he why he got zapped in two different locations and half of his lower body was you know, transported somewhere else. They didn't explain why it just happened that one time, I suppose mm -hmm. that the portal ball split people up. It, it was just, eh, it's just like, Hey, so there's something really cool and interesting. And eh, let's just gloss over. It was, it was a mm -hmm. little bit like yeah. a throwback to like Star Trek trying to figure out how tra teleporters or transporters work in the first movie. It's like, yeah. Oh, sometimes they mess up and chop a dude in half or whatever and, and all that. But you're right. It's all this buildup with an interesting actor with an interesting portrayal and the entire thing is only there to serve this idea that now we have a creature named Pinky and the video game had yes. a creature named Pinky in it. <laughs> oh, it makes me want to kick somebody right in there. <laughs> uh, it really annoyed me. And it, you know what? Yeah. Effects-wise, great. Like, that stuff held up. Yeah. I didn't feel like I was looking at crappy old effects at all. Like, mm -hmm. all that stuff looked mm -hmm. fine. But, man, you can't jump through those kind of hoops just lost, to name lost, it Pinky. I think I guess just lost potential is what probably disappointed me the most mm -hmm. in this movie mm -hmm. because it had it had such to me it had a lot of potential it could have went a lot of places but it just kind of and the only lingered. reason by the way they're called pinkies in the video game is because the dev they're team pink, the, right? the dev team just nicknamed them that it's like well mm -hmm. yeah this room's full of pinkies and they just named them pinkies because that's what they're it's like us saying let's <laughs> like brian was making macaroons today or macarons or whatever they're called yeah. and i said they look i always call them candy burgers and i do i call them that like Nick, Nick will bring some home from the bakery. I'll like say, candy "Ooh, burgers. candy burgers," and that's just the same thing. It's just this fun little side thing. They didn't have to work it in so hard that I felt, I felt like um, sure. what's his name from from Monty Python's jabbing me in the ribs, going, "Eh, eh, eh, eh." Yeah, totally. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it, it was basically like the the joke that uh, somebody tell starts telling, 
And the setup is so damn obvious right from the beginning of the joke that by the time they finally get to the punchline, you're relieved that the thing is over. Yeah. I mean, they yeah, originally yeah. called him Pinky. Finally, is, we get to why this is Pinky. It's okay, like, here's yeah, a, yeah, this yeah, is Dr. They introduce him. This is Dr. Pinky. And I went, oh, shit. Really? Really? <laughs> I just knew it from the minute, from the minute go. But right. anyway, whatever. That guy, it's a waste. That was wasted. They could have done so much better. That was there. wasted. Uh, the Rock did not get top billing. It's a, just a little note there. Uh, not even close. No. When you when yeah. you look at the when you look at the oh, I, they're supposed to be uh, in order of something. Yep. Like mm-hmm. he's not even in the top ten. It's weird. And it's not alphabetical. Right. So I think it's. I mean, it it literally Whoa. goes. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Doctor McCoy first. Uh, Carl Urban. Carl yeah. Urban. Can never remember his name. Carl Urban. Then Rosamund Pike. Right. Uh, then maybe somebody else, and then Dwayne Johnson Diobia, at the end. Diobia Upperi. The, um, but it's funny because it's either you want that person to be either the first name you see, so starring The Rock, or they should be the last one as kind of like a, and The Rock as Reaper. Right. <laughs> yeah, right, right. We also, by the way, we also got The Rock. Exactly. Guys. You wouldn't believe who we got. Oh, if all these, I guess he was Sarge. If all these people weren't Sarge. enough, we also have The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. he also has he has this um this thing in his career where I don't think he's ever been a bad guy except for this. I was trying to figure out another movie mm. where he's the villain and I can't. Oh, find he, he started off as the villain, right? He was the uh, the Scorpion King, right? He was. Uh, oh, that was really the first time that. I really saw him. Yeah, yeah that's true. But he's not that more of a like, curse? He was still kind of the antihero in that solo movie, wasn't he? Like he was the villain. Yeah, he was, yeah, was he, the villain. He was he portrayed the villain in the uh, in the first in the time Brennan he played the, portrayed it. Yes. Right, right. right. But then, yeah, he was kind of the anti-hero. He was later. misunderstood. And the Mummy Returns was where we first saw him, right? Yeah. I think you're correct. Yeah. Yes. Not yeah. a good movie, by the way. Just throw that out no. there. Nah, yeah, not, yeah, that's, that's and weird. he was barely in it. It was like his CGI face on a spider thing. It's, there wasn't, yeah, which is great. It wasn't really The Rock <laughs> doing much. <laughs> right. It was great. See, but, this, this, that, that movie, to me, was more entertaining because it was just, they went all in. They're yeah. like, we're just going to go all in. Yeah. Let's do it. I could have gone for that here, I think. Right. Just a more brave, fearless Hey guys, let's embrace the stupid, and w- and so what ironically worked for me is what you said earlier, and that's the first person shooter bit at the end worked for me more than anything else because if you're gonna go in, go in, you know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's just yeah. my 2018 brain talking, and I would have felt different to to 20 ot five, but right. uh, I used to love saying that. I miss that the zeros are gone. <laughs> the odds. Yeah. yeah, I miss the odds. I was low. Now, in 20 ot nine, I was getting ready to play Doom three. Anyway. Now, we say that this is the only time he's ever played a bad guy. Couldn't everybody involved with the movie Baywatch be considered a bad guy? (laughs) We've talked about this. I'm telling you. Now, talk about a movie that went all in. I, I liked I liked the Baywatch movie. All right, maybe we should watch it. Say like, we're watching it for film sake yeah. at some point. I guarantee it. Yeah, we probably should. Ahead, it Randy. is exactly what you think it is. It's like, hey, what would happen if they made a, a comedy film about a '80s movie that took itself way too serious? Right. '80s Listen, TV series. It, that took it, if we could watch Dukes of Hazard, we right. could watch Baywatch. '90s. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. We, oh, I'd love yeah, to. 90s. I would love to watch that with you guys. Okay. Yeah. Let's do yeah, it then. Yeah. We that and that, also. And what about those Jump Street movies? Are they? Except they're supposed to be good, right? Is that the deal? Right. Yeah, I think I saw the first I, one, and it's. I saw both of them. I I enjoyed right. both. Yeah, I enjoyed both. Because aren't they? Re- but I also enjoyed like Starsky and Hutch, and all. I, I I don't mind a comedic look at at some of our older TV shows. Those, I, I don't mind those that. movie. The Jump Streets were written by Phil Lord and that other dude, the Lego Movie guys, and then they went on to do the mm-hmm. Spider Man thing now, and like they were early for them. But I'm curious. I never saw any of it. 
Because I kind of avoid these. It's funny you say you like those. When I hear about a TV yeah. show being mushed into movie form, except for the one exception is Beverly Hillbillies I really liked for some reason. <laughs> the one movie. Wait, wait, but isn't that what you will, walked out on or something? Will, yeah. No, I sat through that one. Even even I, we only went to the dollar theater for that one and I sat through it. I would not have felt bad about giving up my dollar for that one. But it was more entertaining listening to the people in the audience who were enjoying it. Because I was... I, I, Right. <laughs> I like that grandma's look. on the motorcycle now. <laughs> I like the juxtaposition of a movie's tone to be contrary to its original series tone. So I like it like the Adams family is based on a you know, it's a pretty silly comedy, but the the movie is actually a little more serious. And I, I like that take. And the same with Baywatch. You know, the Baywatch TV series, very serious. Mm-hmm. The movie's comedy. And I, I like seeing it spin around. Well, like then, I would, I would, then I would argue that it would have been best if Doom would have done the same thing. Embrace your source yes. material. Yes. Don't yeah. be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of being a little cheesy and, and light and, and thin because that's what this source material is. You don't have to add on what you think is layers of complexity. They just come off as false and boring. But would that have given us, would, if they would have leaned into it more, would we have gotten more first person? Because I feel like the amount of first person we got was the right amount without it turning into puke fest, hardcore Hank, whatever. Right. right yeah. Right. I mean, you're, it's a valid point. And I think I'm going to agree with you. In fact, I, I would probably say you have three choices with a movie like this. Mm-hmm. You go first person all the time and it's gross and, and then bad in its own way. Mm-hmm. Right. or you make what they made and third mm-hmm. option is this is just not a good thing to make a thing yeah for. i mean you could do you could have done the first person sparingly throughout the movie had it lean more into the video game origins of it um yeah or have it play more like yeah. crank and, did crank crank was right. the doom movie we never mm-hmm. got because crank mm-hmm. is yeah. is not first person well, they don't lean on that trope too much but it's this constant go 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 and if you stop you're going to die kind of speed sort of thing that would have been better, but I think I really I think the third option of not making the movie at all could have been a good option. <laughs> right. I, have, well, I have another take as well because I think I, I think I would rather have seen something that that took the best part of this movie or the best part of the idea is the idea itself that the discovery of the portal to Mars. I mean, all of that stuff is just so glossed over. I found that way more interesting oh, yeah. than a, than another movie about uh, you know. The portal already exists, blah, blah, blah. Let's get to it. Yeah, right. The discovery of the portal would have been a great one. And having those first few people venture into it and find this this mayhem. Yeah, just slow down a little bit and and Mm -hmm. develop my characters a little bit. And fewer characters. It reminded me, this movie reminded me a lot of like, a predator when it first started. The original, you know, with Schwarzenegger. Mm -hmm. Uh, It reminded me of that because it's you got all these you know, skilled soldiers going through and, and, and doing their thing. And, uh, I, I just felt like I, when you're, when you're putting in such an interesting environment, I I think you should focus on the environment a little bit. I think so. So, a couple things. Uh, number one, there is a new doom movie that is in post-production. Yeah. Yes. Um, as a matter of fact, you, if you go to IMDb, you can even see photos from this doom movie and it's, you know, it's same kind of thing some space uh inside of a spaceship kind of feel to it or inside of a of a base lots of blood uh, maybe even a cave or two and a bunch of people we don't recognize none of these names are ringing a bell none of them (laughs) no none of them and uh second uh uh, can you name the other video game movie that uh starred the rock 
Um, and Jumanji doesn't count. I was, that, I was I about to say, Jumanji is kind yeah. of a video, right? Hold kind on. of. It came out with a video game. But... Hold on, hold on. I want right. to get this right. Uh, oh, Rampage. There you go. Oh, yeah, Rampage. Yeah, I just saw that this past year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, anyone, everybody did because did ever, it just came out this past year. Did everybody ah, see it, well, I saw it on video. Yeah? The Blu-rays. Did anyone... Did, Randy, did you see Rampage? I did not see Rampage. I've been saving it. I don't know what for. I think for this show, <laughs> maybe. Probably for on this show. Because yeah. <laughs> I did the same. Like I didn't see it either. Uh, it's funny. I ended up getting a Rampage arcade cabinet thing from Walmart, but I didn't see the movie that's based on it. But I... I'm terrified of that movie. I think it looks like it would probably be terrible, right? No, no, Dunaway. It's, it's, it's all right. I mean, it's it's better than Doom. Okay, but uh, you right. know, it's 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 right. It's probably right around fifty percent for me. It's it's uh, it's got its moments, but for the most part, it's kind of silly. But uh, the right. guy making this is known for. Let's see, this new Doom. He's known for SWAT under siege in two thousand seventeen. Extraction, Timber Falls, Chaos, in Enemy's Hands, Love, Sex, and Murder, and Soccer Dog, the movie. So, oh, right. I think they got the right guy. Yeah. Not to be yeah. confused with right. Soccer Dog, the breakfast cereal. <laughs> well, yeah, they got the right guy. He has definitely yet to peak. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Listen, what else did uh, Andrzej Barktwak, Kowiak, um, <laughs> yeah. done before? That name sounds real, real not familiar at all. Yeah, uh, he's the he's the director of the Doom we watched. Uh, it's funny though, mm-hmm. the main character, the cast in this, the main actress given full cr- or top credit is Amy Ma- Mason. I don't or Manson, sorry, I don't know who that is, but she plays a character named Joan Dark, which sounds a lot like Joanna Dark, which is from the Perfect Dark video game franchise. So I'm just oh. saying, I don't know what they're doing there, but mm, mm. it's the PlayStation Four Cinematic Universe, folks. Yeah. Or just yeah. uh, PlayStation Three Cinematic. Yeah, somebody plays someone named Veronica. I assume that's a Code Veronica, a Resident Evil reference. Right. Yeah, exactly. You got uh, somebody named uh, Captain Hector Savage. Uh, character uh, named uh, Doctor C Bandicoot. Yeah, I can't uh, tell what that's a reference to. <laughs> Doctor Bandicoot. Wow, <laughs> that's really good. Oh, that would be so funny if they did that. Oh, look, uh, Captain Solid Snake has entered the room. Yes. Listen, if we're going to get the Hasbro Cinematic Universe and we're going to get the Ah. Universal Monsters Cinematic Universe and the DC and Marvel, of course, I see no reason we can't have a a Capcom Cinematic Universe or id Software Cinematic Universe. I'd be into it. I want to go back and uh, answer your question. You asked, what did Andre Barchowiak ever do? I'll tell you what. This was the, he was now directing when we get to Doom, but before this, he was a cinematographer who was responsible for a lot of good films. Yeah, like, which surprised he, me. Yeah, yeah, he, like he was the he was the guy behind the camera for Terms of Endearment and uh, you know like uh, 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 U.S. Marshals and Speed. He he was the cinematographer for Speed. Like you know like it's no wonder eventually he decided to try being the director mm-hmm. I, I just like like you say maybe he should have uh, stuck with what he was good at yeah i guess so let's <laughs> see oh yeah these which are, is, these... so it surprised me because to be a director whose expertise was in cinematography i was kind of disappointed in the cinematography in this movie yeah. so is there is there ever though a great film that takes place entirely inside corridors no right no, they're not. I mean, that's the one thing I'll the give. West the, the, the West yeah, Wing. Actually, that is pretty good. But the like Mandy, I, just because I just saw it, uh, which had that guy in it with the big teeth. 
um, is one of the most beautifully shot things I've ever seen. Like I've never seen cinematography quite like it. It was one of the most artistic right. things I've ever seen. What a weird ass movie, but, but clearly you can pump a lot out of somebody. And you'd think if you're a cinematographer first and a director second, you would bring that to bear. I'm just not sure he did here or could maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe Randy's right. Like too tight of spaces. Like you can't do much with a dark hall, you know? I don't know, but he went right, on to do right. uh, Street Fighter, yeah, The Legend of Chun Li, the next year, or two years later. Oh, that was a nice. really bad movie, you guys. A really, really bad movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you haven't seen this, movie was struggling for two. This movie was struggling for two dings against it. It was uh, a movie in the two thousands with that uh, that contained Mars and tight spaces. Yeah, yeah. Mars in the two thousands. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you can Didn't get to me. you can do things, but. You can't do things like he did in, let's see, uh, Dante's Peak, I suppose. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see, Speed. He was director of photography for Speed. Uh, I'm not. Speed. I'm trying to find some others here. Oh, he did a lot of vi- oh, music yeah. video stuff. Rod Stewart's Infatuation mm. video. That's what messed him up. Yeah. 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 And uh, he's got something last year called Gray Lady, where he did cinematographer. Mm. Who's the Gray Lady? Isn't that uh, the New York Times? Ladies or Great Lady? Nope. It's um, let's see. Boston office or Boston police officer goes to Nantucket to investigate the murder of his partner, but he finds more than he nope. bargained for. A gray lady. <laughs> <laughs> I could have sworn there, like the gray lady was a nickname for something like that. Lady Gray, yeah. Iron Lady is what it you're is, thinking. It of? is the New York Times. Yeah, I just looked it up. Gray Lady is the oh, New York. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that ain't it. That's some some other deal. Unless he's talking about the Our our president about the gray lady. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. The failing gray lady. (laughs) Wait, who owns the? Oh no, no. Uh, I was thinking of uh, what's his name. Jeff Bezos owns some paper. What is it? Oh, the Washington. Oh, does he? Yeah, the Washington Post. Post, right? Which is the real reason the president hates the Post. If you want to get right down to it. Right. So <laughs> anyway, so Samantha Grimm, uh, played by Rosamund, I was I was starting to she was doing something that I was starting to notice. And if you're doing something that I started to notice, you've probably done it too many times. And uh, <laughs> okay. that's when she was uh, she was screaming. She didn't really scream. She more like had like little outbursts of screams. And she must have done it like like. 20 times oh like a little in, in in like a half an hour yeah yeah a little ah just yep. constantly being surprised she has permanent just, scare eyes like her eyes are mm-hmm. always scared yeah 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 they're on yeah. all the time but her little squeals that she would let out you're not wrong she did that quite a bit she was really struggling mightily as you'll hear in our clips later to maintain the visage of an american accent <laughs> yes she was it was not going great she's done she better was. since then like- but woo, rough rough business and I also enjoyed. I, there was there was two fights I enjoyed. Of course, we talked about the Carl Urban and uh, and the Rock fight. That was a really good fight. But it was also uh, Destroyer uh, in the match uh, in that in that one scene where uh, they were they were down in the container that was electrified. Mm. I thought that was actually pretty decent. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Was hard to see fight. though. Didn't you feel like you couldn't tell what was going on in it, that room? Yeah. It. It was better lit than the rest of it because probably because of the electrical arcing. All right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, The whole first person shooter sequence took 14 days to shoot. Uh, I thought that was an interesting little bit. I don't know why, but 14 days to do that. Um, Seems like they maybe be better at it now. There are also two working slash uh, and then in parentheses, they have vibrating BFGs. 
the original game they were called the BFG 3000. Uh, they were created for the film. Both of them were kept by Dwayne Johnson, and they are somewhere in his mansion. So there, <laughs> I'm keeping these. Those I also do like the fact me. This is the first appearance of it being called the BioForce gun, using uh-huh. that as the uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, what the acronym or the, what the initials stands yeah, for. Yeah, and we all knew. I'm sitting there watching it. Going, yes, no, it's exactly. big effing gun. It's big effing gun. You guys have heard Carmack exactly. say it out loud on stage. I know what's going on. And the worst part big is it, d- it doesn't even work right. They got they got the part where it shoots out in a big glob and sort of is going to take everything out in its wake is fine. But the way that gun worked is if somebody was in your view, they were dead. It didn't matter. Yeah. The whole point was if they were in your field of view, the BFG killed them. This gun I did not like do the that. Destruction that it i did like the destruction that they they portrayed on screen when it did shoot it was, it was pretty cool it was Melting fine stuff, but basically. just like you got three three shots or something and yeah. it doesn't really i mean if you miss you're just gonna melt a wall big deal mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that thing sucked they, they could have been better yeah totally <laughs> we're not making the big complaint the big complaint is this is an r-rated film there should have been the f word on the name of the gun yes. oh yes. good point Oh my gosh, Randy! I hadn't thought of that at all. Seriously, didn't even occur to me. Because I was screaming when he's in that armory and he looks at it, and I'm like, "What?" Right. (laughs) Oh, the BioForce gun. Sure. Maybe they were trying. I'll tell you, like, I don't know. They were trying. I I really like Chekhov's uh, Chekhov's hand too. I was I kept waiting for when Carmack was walking around with that with his pet hand yeah. and kept holding on to it. I'm like, oh, when's that going to come into play? Is he going to slap somebody with it? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Dr. Carmack went in his throes of uh, losing it. Pretty pretty effective. He was all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was yeah. like breathing funny and making that weird gurgle noise and stuff. It was all right. I kind of bought into that a little bit. Uh, all right. Uh, here's uh, an admission Dwayne The Rock Johnson made. Uh, says, despite the fact that he plays a tough guy in the movie and having a tough guy image in general, he admits to feeling nauseous after playing the original Doom games. All right. You know, some people just get nauseous. Play- they get, it's, it's an equilibrium thing, not a tough guy thing, you dumbasses. I don't like this. <laughs> I mean, I don't get it. I know a lot of people totally. do. My wife does, but she's tougher than me, as we all know. So what does that tell you? It, what it says is either you can do the, the quick movement stuff or you can't. It does nothing yeah. to do with your manliness. Right, right exactly. Right. Oh, big tough guy can't play a first-person shooter without <laughs> getting sick. There are people that do that, but I hate uh, it. Rosamund Pike turned down the role of Rita Skeeter in the Harry Potter films uh, to work uh, on this. That was a mistake. Well, specifically Goblet of Fire, which is where that character shows up in 05. She did that to work instead on this and Pride and Prejudice, which also came out in 05. I have no complaints for the fact that they got who they got for Rita Skeeter because that that woman feels like she lives in the Harry Potter world. I can't remember the uh, the actress's name, but she's got the little thin glasses and is it Tim Burton's wife? What's her name? Right. Um, no, no, not. Um, you're thinking of Helena Bonham Carter? Yeah, she's in Harry Potter. Oh, she's, she's somebody else she in is, Harry Potter. She's she's a she's yeah she's one of the black uh, black order or whatever. Uh, yeah, the the Death Eaters or Death whatever Eaters. they're called. There you go. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. Actress, uh, Miranda Richardson. Mm. There you go. Wait. Miranda Richardson, yeah. She's not the one that was married to Liam Neeson and then she died, right? My no, thing is somebody that else. Is, that is her sister. Oh, they're that's related. the other Richardson. Oh. Um, Miranda Richardson. Shoot. Um, um, ah! I've got them all mixed Natasha, up. Natasha. Natasha Richardson. Natasha Richardson died, yeah. It was a car accident or something awful. 
Yeah. But anyway, uh, uh, yeah, who they got was good. You're right. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. They didn't need. They, it's fine. She and and she's and like we said, Rosamund Pike's gone on to do some cool stuff. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, is immediately familiar to me when I see her. I just go, oh. That, Speaking that of way. cool stuff, uh, Diobia Opare, who played Destroyer in this film and was third build, amazingly, he had very little uh, part in the film and got third billing. Mm. Uh, he has been doing voices for uh, Battle for Azeroth. Oh, which is really cool. Who's the <laughs> any big names we'd know, or is it mostly random? I don't or? think so. Hmm. I, I like when I first saw, oh, he's in BFA. I'm like, is he Rastakhan? But no, he's not Rastakhan. Hmm. He, uh, I, he, I think he just did, uh, you know, some other uh, troll voices. He did uh, trolls. Troll oh, voices. some of the best trolls this this expansion. Okay, hold on, I'm gonna play one, um, because I want to. This guy, if it's him, he's my hero. Here he is. Descend, swallow the weak. If it's that guy, he's my yeah, favorite. That may that may be a, a voice line by Deobia Opera. Easily my I favorite like voice in the game. What you need? Oh, it's so good. Listen to this. Listen to the sad one. <sighs> no one deserves this fate. I hope that's him. Do Do you have him in clips? As Destroyer in Doom? I don't know. You might recognize I might. (laughs) Hello, man. He's just a really good vocalization of a troll. I love it. It's my favorite by far. And it's not just fake. What do they call it? Uh, Fake fake bacon? No. (laughs) Wait, Jafakin. They call it Jafakin? Jafakin. No, really. Yeah, but he's not doing that. That that term probably coined around the time. It's Jafakin me made. Yeah, I think the first time I heard it was when WoW landed in 04. So I think that was kind of attached to that. But people have always given it a hard time saying, oh, these are stereotypic voices for these trolls. Uh, And he takes it somewhere else. I am all right. But my friend here, he's fading fast. It's just different. I like it. (laughs) Not to be confused with Fotalian. No, no, no. Let's not do that. Let's never confuse I am confused. Uh, and I mentioned this earlier, but just uh, uh, the whole gang here. We got Dr. Car- Dr. Todd Carmack and Dr. Willits, are references to Todd Holland's head, John Carmack and Tim Willits, co-owners of id Software, or at the time they were, and developers of the Doom game and its sequels, including Doom 3, which came out in 2004. I thought it was all three. Anyway, upon which this movie is based. So there you go. That's the whole throwback. And they named a guy Pinky. That's the other one. That's <laughs> Uh, what else? Uh, uh, Doug Jones doing imp work. I mentioned that. Oh, I got a trope. Okay, here you go. I hate these. These are my least favorite. And so here you go. Whoops, here we go. You hate tropes? I hate this particular trope. A loud monkey jumps on something and screams. Yeah. yeah that, jumped in the, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. The, the trope goes, we're in a place that is chock full of animals. Yeah. We're looking for danger. And suddenly, all the animals start making noise at the same time. Yes, but it always starts with a damn monkey. Always the monkey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, little chimpanzee. Right in your face. And I don't count like the uh, Planet of the Apes stuff or any of that. Don't count those because that's not fair. That's all monkeys all the time, right? But anything <laughs> the where there's show. like a they're testing somebody or they're yeah. and like even I think Secret of Nim has a point where he's where they're they're in that place where the accident happens and I think a monkey starts going and starts screaming. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, man. Put your monkeys away. (laughs) Put your monkeys away. Well, you know, they do the same thing. Usually, usually house uh, horror is based in a house or usually a cat. You know, it's always. Oh, right. Yes. Top of a. Yeah. Looking at the top of a cloud. And that's how the cat introduces itself. Yeah. And it jumps out (laughs) and then just walks away calmly. (laughs) We had to give the. This is a small side note. We had to give our cat, Deckard Kane, the cat, a uh, bath today. 
because his tail no. he has pooped on his own tail and <laughs> you don't you don't bathe cats well they do that you, you do if they poop on their own if tail. they poop on their tail you got to take care of it so oh, that's right. i i just i just cut it off so you go <laughs> yeah that'd be great <laughs> so to get him into unlike all other cats i've ever known if you hold him by the scruff of his neck that does nothing to stop him from yeah he usually freezes them yeah, yeah not him you know no. it's Corden. how 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 i don't want to know well, let's not let's not get a uh, animal mistreatment on here. So no, no, no. I don't know what's going on, but it doesn't work on him. So we have to do it a, a more sort right. of ha- manhandled way. And we're doing this in there. Car's getting ready to wash him, and he won't go in. And in fact, flies up with his claw so hard and fast that now she has got <laughs> a freaking puncture wound in her shoulder, surrounded oh, yeah. by a bruise. It takes a lot of patience to wash a cat. It's, it's it's not so bad. They have to get used and to drugs. it. Yeah, it takes it takes a lot of <laughs> drugs. Oh, drugs are a good idea. I didn't think of that. <laughs> Not for the cat. Oh, oh, for you, <laughs> right? Oh, for me. But we couldn't just, you give uh, it like a little we, sedative or something, and then you know, put them down. We just, uh, maybe some CBD oil or something. <laughs> I don't know, just something to mellow it out. Yes, Randy. What? Sorry. We just saw a movie, a couple last film sack, two film sacks ago, mm. that had sleep spray. And I'm telling yeah, you, yeah, yeah, I have right. not stopped thinking about the sleep spray. I it just need- keeps coming up in my like. Oh, oh, you want to subdue a cat and wash it? You should just little sleep spray right there up the snoot and you got it <laughs> so what's the tell me more about the sleep spray like is, i don't oh, remember yeah. when we saw it well really uh, remember that San, martians santa, santa claus oh. versus the martians thing <laughs> yeah. okay it's like the kids won't sleep i'll put them under a triangle and give them some sleep spray it'll okay, be great okay that's fine that's fine um all right anyone else have any other notes i've gone through all of mine there's a screaming monkey. Doug Jones is in the hallway. Right. Uh, there, just, there's no nobody goes to Mars on Doom. Actually, was the third right. game? I, Doom? I, Where's the third game? So there was, or I mean Mars. Yeah, I, there was a lot of there was a lot of things that were just really scientifically interesting to me. They never really approached, and I wish they had. Of I mean, you know, they they said it was some you know ancient culture or something that did it are you talking about that they come from earth was it i wanted to expand the story more did the first time they went through the portal did they show up was that building already there was that something that we mm. set up after we discovered it because you wouldn't want to get jump into a portal and just show up on the mars planet you know with no shelter that would be right. bad yeah. so i would i would have and the problem is that the people who do it first can't come back to tell you oh right. don't go there there's no, no. oxygen <laughs> don't, go through don't the portal. do it Oh, this is interesting. Okay, sorry. I was just looking up the setting. Doom 3 is set in the year 2145. The whole point of that game was, yes, there was this base on Mars, but there were no hell beasts in Mars. It's just that we opened another right. portal at that place, and they all came from hell again, but now we just have to deal with them on Mars. Right. The, the movie didn't... In Chromosome 24, no. was that was kind of, I guess, it was kind of interesting. It was more interesting than a lot of the shots they had. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't find it interesting at all. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that good. The story kind of blows in that game. It was written by Matthew J. Costello, who's an author. And I, let's see what else has he done. A lot of video game scripts. Uh, seventh Guest, Eleventh Hour. Mm, uh, I thought I had some interesting ideas. Yeah, yeah, the Starsky and Hutch video game adaptation, the Italian <laughs> Job adaptation. So it's all like movie adaptations. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, Doom Three Resurrection. Okay, just oh, Just Cause. He wrote the original Just Cause. That was actually pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's all video games all the time. Good job there, dude. Anyway, oh, we wrote Child's Play Three, the novel. Ah, yeah, the novel. Yeah, and Child's Play Two. <laughs> so he wrote two of the Child's Play movies, but not the original. Uh, or no, just novels. So there's two novelizations of Child's Play One and Two. What? He wrote. 
Yeah, this is what this guy is. He's one of those dudes you hire because you have a movie coming out and you make a novelization of it. That's your guy. Yeah. So yeah, it's fine. He made that's a. Sequ- what he, that's what he should be hired for. I agree. That's exactly. <laughs> he made a. Uh, check this out. He made Sequest DSV Fire Below, a novel about the TV show Sequest. Hmm. So that's what we're dealing with here. The point. Mm-hmm. The point is. Oh, hold on. He wrote a vacation novel for the movie Vacation. Oh my gosh, this is now, crazy. Now you have me. Yeah. He also wrote the book for the Rage Game later. They must have been real friends with them. Anyway, the point is. That story, even though everyone says, oh, this is based on three, it's not really. They're on Mars. Yeah. That's about it. And that's it. They didn't have, mm-hmm. and they only dealt with two imps or like three imps and some zombie men. And that's true. That's it. That needed way more than that. Like, oh, chick in the bucket, by the way, dude on the experimenting chair while his hands were changing and he was jerking all over the place. Oh, yeah. He's, right. he's, they just used him as like a an explanation device and then they left him there yeah and he's famous for being in like predator suits and stuff like this is a big time body double actor so i thought oh later he'll be like the giant hill general guy or something right yeah he wasn't he didn't do any of that so this is not doom in any way you didn't get floating eye heads you didn't get you know yeah pinky's the best they could do They By the way, they probably were thinking they'd save some stuff for the sequel, right? Yeah. <laughs> they were actually planning. That's not a bad point. They, they were planning like, uh, what, four films or something? Aren't they always, no. though? And then they suck and then they don't. That's how these mm-hmm. go. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's but if you were planning, but if you were writing for four, I definitely would have taken my time. Mm. A little more time. Yeah. Does anyone here have <laughs> any love for the seventh guest or 11th hour games? I love the seventh. Yeah, I did love the, the seventh guest. guest for sure. Okay. Yeah. I just want. I, I want to say something about Chick in the Bucket because this movie has an attempt to surprise you mm. by bucket chickening uh, <laughs> Carl Urban, yeah. but it never it doesn't it doesn't realize it. And so it's like, OK, we're going to go on this mission to Mars. And uh, yeah, so we kind of recognize that you might have a conflict of interest. So you're uh, I don't want you to go. OK, so you stay here and we're going to go get on a helicopter right. because that's how you get to Mars. And then it's like. It's like the movie. St- by the way, there's a moment where the where the movie is like, "Why don't you want me to go?" and and the Rock is like, "I don't know. I just don't want." You. It's like it doesn't have a good reason. No. And so, but anyway, then you get on the helicopter and you're everybody knows you're watching this movie for the first time. You know without a doubt, Carl Urban's going to come get on that helicopter. That was dumb. Yep. They could have done it way better. Yep. They could have all gone to Mars and left Carl Urban behind and then immediately found themselves in a big fight. And Carl Urban decides to take himself to Mars and he shows up when they need him most. But no, they decided to have him uh, show up when they're getting on the helicopter. Mm-hmm. You, you only had a mystery about what he was going to do for like 45 seconds. Mm, yeah. Give me a break, movie. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, but, take your time. But, this movie needs to take you, more time. I'm going to give you credit, Randy, for turning chicken the bucket into a verb. So there's right. that. <laughs> uh, I, we, uh, movies, t- sometimes they bucket chicken people. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. Um, the bucket chickening. One final note about this guy who wrote the, wrote the story of Doom 3. He was on part of the team for the original Dungeons & Dragons story treatment. So that's kind of a cool credit. You know? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have anything on your thing that you want all the nerds to get excited about. Right. Dungeons wow. and Dragons story. That's cool. I'm glad you finished that thought. <laughs> anything on your thing. Yeah, if you want to get a little thing on your thing, stick it in the thing. All right. 
Clips. I'm doing clips. Yeah. Clips. Sorry, I got a stupid cough all of a sudden. Here we go. These are our clips. These begin with this one here, where Dr. Carmack is first referenced, and I I wrote nice. That's what I wrote. Dr. Carmack. That's it. This is as soon as he said it. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Uh, here's the half. The first thing that is CarMax. I was thinking that's where you like pre-order your car and they have it shipped from another dealership somewhere far away. Oh, I thought it was CarMax, which was that lip balm you'd get when you were a teenager. <laughs> There's that too. Yeah. yeah. Here's a half, half, half a pinky talking. There was a time when our travel was susceptible to, let's say, major turbulence. What does he mean? He means he went to one galaxy, his ass went to another. Call it a scientific miscalculation. Unbelievable as it may seem, UAC does make the odd, tiny mistake. Okay, again, British guy, fake. Everybody mm-hmm. should have just been British. I wouldn't have had a problem yeah. with that. Yeah, right. I've been fine with that. It's the future. Everybody in the future. Everybody yeah. but everybody the rock. The future's British. Just everybody yeah. but the rock. Maybe that's what they thought. They said, look, if we don't all pretend to be American, the alternative is the rock has to pretend to be British. And <laughs> <laughs> you smell what I am cooking. It'd <laughs> be all proper old man like that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> can't do it without doing Patrick Stewart. <clears throat> all right, here's, here she is using her accent poorly. So here you go. Excuse me, but I have orders to retrieve data from three servers, anthropology, forensic archaeology, and genetics. She just is really bumping Servers. Genetics. Yeah. Just yeah. rolling around in the mud there. Okay. Three servers. Here's another one. <laughs> Look, I got an idea. Why don't you ask your CEO what your orders are? Oof, it's so halfway. <laughs> it's so halfway. It's like... It's like the Anticostner, right? It's like, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, I forget about that. We ever gonna get that on here? We're gonna, we have to see that. We need to, yeah. What is it? Bra- Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Men Robin Hood. Thieves. Prince, Prince of thieves. thieves. Prince of Thieves. Men in tights. Men in thieves. <laughs> Prince of tights. Uh, this line here is what I always say to my Mac. This is what I say to my my uh, Apple Macintosh. Here you go. You don't look like a Mac. All right, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that John Hodgman talking to Justin Long? You don't look like a Mac. I don't even remember who said. Oh, it was Pinky said it to the guy named Mac. Come on, I want at least a little bit of credit for that's, Justin. You did. It was, John Hodgman. It was pretty Justin. good. Welcome All to right. twenty six. It was about a year uh, later. Five people those. got that, but they're laughing hysterically. They re- hysterically. Yeah, hysterically. Hysterically. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a good use of the a hole. Because the walls are electrified. You asshole. There you go. Good use of the a-hole. I just like good use of the a-hole. <laughs> that would be a clip. If somebody was doing a, a clip of this show. Mm. There aren't many. It, it's an R-rated movie. Why doesn't it why doesn't it do that? I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't lean into it. You're you're right. Sometimes I feel like they were like, well, maybe this is supposed to be 13, and then they'd work on it for a while and go, no, say hey, Bill says we can go full R. Oh, well, we already did the BSG scene. Oh, okay, well, that's all right. Like it felt like they weren't sure. They were always on the fence. Very odd. Yeah. Whoops. Big sucking gun. That's what BSG stands for. Yeah. Big <laughs> sucking gun or Battlestar Galactica. All right. Here you go. BFG. In fact, here's my next clip. BFG. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's all. Just him saying BFG. Uh, she is really struggling with this is what I titled this one. I didn't figure it was the sort of thing I could jot down on a yearly birthday card. Oh, she is really struggling. <laughs> struggling. Struggling. Yearly birthday card. <laughs> I feel bad for it, kind of. Because that's hard, it man. Is, it is. It is silly, though. I mean, and they didn't even have to go like all British or or all American. 
She could have just been British. It would have been just fine. Yeah, right. her, her, her Twins, and Urban. Right. Her and Urban could have been. And she weren't they yeah. raised in different places anyway? So like you could have faked all that. Yeah. yeah, was he New Zealand or was he? He's New Zealander, I think. But he can New fake. Zealand, yeah. He can fake that English real good with the Lord of the Rings stuff he did. He was fine in that. Mm-hmm. Um, here's Carmack. What? Oh, Carmack making sounds. Uh, this music was very doomed, so I want to give it some credit. Reaper, what you got? We're chasing something! What do you mean something? Something big! Not human! Oh, man. <laughs> the dialogue notwithstanding, that music's pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, except it would be... They should have done, like... Remember, because the music in Doom used to be, like... Uh, what was it called? Um... Industrial? Uh, no, back when you did digital music in the early 90s on PCs. 8-bit? Oh, no. no uh, uh, had a name. MIDI. MIDI. Had a name. MIDI. MIDI. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Sure. Oh, you yes. were talking about the, yeah, the format. Gotcha. Yeah, so like if you did, uh, let's see, I'm going to find it. Original Doom Music MIDI. <laughs> and we're just going to hear I think about MIDI. I think about MIDI music every Christmas. Because oh, I used to listen to the crap out of oh, here Christmas MIDI music. Oh, that's so midi. Let me skip ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. And I don't even think it was that oh, good. That's, I think that's that's really good. Like, you're playing a great example. Yeah. I don't know if it's the right one, though. Let's try this one. This might be more accurate. Let's see. Wait. This is still too good. It's still too good. Yeah, they, they, they've got like modern equipment pushing out MIDI uh, code, which I think is coming out better. If you played it like off the original game, it's much more. It's like hardly even. Uh, I mean, at the time, it was cool because that's the best we could do, but you know, things got better. Here is uh, a figure of speech. I thought being in the shit was a figure of speech. Being in the shit. Get it? Because they're in a sewer. Because they're standing in shit. Yeah. yeah. Martian yeah. shit, apparently. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, Which here's is the, here. Here's the church guy. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walketh about seeking whom you may devour. Yeah. You're going to make a yeah. cross on your arm when you screw up here in a minute. Didn't he do that just because he swore? He Right, yeah, he was because he took yeah, the Lord's the name in vain. Right, yeah. that's yeah. a bad swear jar. You should just throw money <laughs> in. Yeah, right. That's a, very, that's a very bad swear jar. No, it's like the and the only reason why yeah. they, and the only reason why they showed that it's weird to backtrack through it because the only reason why they showed that was so that later on when you saw his arm when he turned, you would know it was him because he had all the scars oh. on it. And I'm like, wow, they went a long way to get there. But yeah. they wouldn't travel a little further for some good story. Yep. Right. Yeah. Well, they were done. Uh, guy fell in the hole. I fell in the damn hole. Nice. Nice. <laughs> At least his accent, aim, you know, was stu- yeah. really stupid and over the top. I enjoyed Borderline that. Tim Blake Nelson from Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's a good boy, he'd say. The sirens loved you and turned me into a hole. <laughs> All right, The Rock swears. Here you go. Doctor, you were going to tell me just what the f*** is going on up here. It's a good, powerful F-bomb from him. Let's <laughs> uh, so see. The lady, what? It came from somewhere, lady. Oh, yeah, there he is again. <laughs> <laughs> 
He is much more disturbing in that Mandy movie than he is in this. Uh, here's your bone saw. Here's your bone saw. All right, just repeated it. <laughs> here's some kidney science. Dogs got kidneys, right? Pigs got kidneys. Yeah, oh, well, then it's all solved. Dogs and pigs have I kidneys. Got, okay. I got kidneys. Can you milk me? <laughs> uh, I wrote, okay, this one just says this movie is bad. So let's see why, what I meant. Chromosome 24. Oh my god! <laughs> it's just overly dramatic. <laughs> what did what did Dad always tell us? Oh, I'm like about chromosomes. Yeah. I don't think that's not right. chromosome twenty four. Yeah, anything, <laughs> anything but that. It's the cause uh, of all our problems. Yeah, if you do a search online for Rosamund Pike photos, mm. a very very attractive woman. However, if you like your Google image search, you could apply the sound hmm? to like several of them. Yeah. Like she's looking looking off the side, going. Hmm? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she didn't quite hear you or <laughs> she more to me it looks like she's looking at something she thinks might be gross but is afraid to say anything <laughs> you know what i mean it's because her eyebrows are permanently permanently up in that kind of like inquisitive uh yeah inquisitive position. she has a look on her eyes like she just walked into some someone's grandmother in her 80s whose boob is flopped out and doesn't know it <laughs> and doesn't want to say anything um all right linked Something about evil. I don't know. Linked to what? Evil? Oh my god! <laughs> Yarg. Evil? Yarg. Uh, angry acting in the, in Doom. Here you go. It was his first mission, and it's not going to be my last. <laughs> <laughs> Why was oh, he not going to be my last? Why was he not the kid? Yeah. yeah. The Rock was about to break into song. There, I think <laughs> there was an edit. And he sounds like he's on a stage in a Broadway, and he's about to break into song. Yeah. Listen to it again. Yeah, here no, it is again. again. Listen. It was his first mission, and it's not going to be my last. <laughs> did it, did it, did it. I'll tell you what I think. Yeah, I totally did. I didn't set up to be a sergeant initially. Seriously. <laughs> That's my favorite thing of the Sergeting day. Sergeanting doesn't come to me naturally. <laughs> naturally. <laughs> It was just a search mission, I know. <laughs> uh, here's something is a bonus thing. This isn't even from the movie. Listen to this. Happy 400 episodes of Film Because <laughs> Somebody was listening to Happy 400. <laughs> this guy called him with a bad voice for Macaulay, hasn't he? And he oh, said, I love uh, it. Yeah, thanks, man. We appreciate it. We'll send you a lozenge. Yeah, enjoy. <laughs> It's the Film Sack Checklist. This week, all the aliens and predators tropes you can eat. Check. Hmm. Never trust an entire cast with terrible American accents. Check. And goat sucks. Check. <laughs> goat sucks. I didn't like goat. He annoyed yep, me. It's true. Uh, Trek connections. There are a few. Some obvious ones. Carl Urban, who played John Grimm. He was in J.J. Abrams' Trek universe. He plays Dr. McCoy currently and probably still will. I assume there'll be more. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, who played Sarge, he was on Voyager, played the Pendari champion in the episode Tenskakakatsi. I can't read that. And then finally, <laughs> Doug Jones, who was Dr. Carmack's imp and the sewer imp in uh, Discovery Plays Commander Saru and Keplian Starfleet Officer. That yes. guy's great. You need an imp. Yeah. Doug Jones is your man. He's your guy. You need somebody in a big, ugly suit. Got you. We got you covered. Uh, the soundtrack, great. I give it an okay for what it was. It's all right. I mean, you know, it was okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing special. Just fit this. I stuff. did like that guitar bit, though. I mean, that was nice and reminiscent of the game. So, mm-hmm. yeah, especially during the first person sequence, they really mm-hmm. tapped into it. 
So that was cool. If you're listening to this episode long, long into the future, uh, <laughs> this is the week that we're all talking about the scoring for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, mm. which is <laughs> phenomenal. Mm. And it's really, really hard to watch other things right now because yep. I want great music like that. Yeah, that movie, dude. Yeah. Best movie mm. of 2018, Fight Me. That's the best movie I saw. I loved it so much. And Randy's right. Music's incredible in it. Uh, let's get to the Twitter post. This is where you guys sum it up in 100, sorry, 280 characters or less. Let's start with Randy. <laughs> Doom! Like a ripoff of Event Horizon made by people who didn't even watch Event Horizon or any other movies. Oh, I could have used a little crusty-faced uh, Dr. Grant. That would have been fine. Remember yeah. that? That was, oh, yeah. That was cool. Him and... Uh, Lawrence Fishburne hanging out on a ship. That's good stuff. Uh, Brian Dunaway. Doom. Like an extra chromosome of bad movie making. Doot, doot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I get it. Oh, yeah, okay. That's very good. Doot, doot. Good job. Nice no, job. The, uh, the, there's, it, it just stuck in my head for like ever since I watched the movie. The uh, It's not Portman. Yes, Portman, the way he, who, who's handing out the drugs. Mm-hmm. And as he, as yes, he, as he, does, as he, he dispenses... <laughs> Two pills. He his pill. Yeah, yeah like, goes, like 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 Pez. Yep. He dispenses it into his hand. Yeah. Doot, 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 doot. Yep. <laughs> like a good dealer would. Uh finally, Brian Ibbett. Doom. First person shitter. <laughs> <laughs> wow. it's uh, pretty good. Well, you'll love today's alternate titles because there's some similarities. <laughs> Number one, dumb. That's just a re- a misspelling of doom so it doesn't really work yep. uh, or the bfg get it like the book from Roald Dahl about the giant guy the bfg oh, see the yeah because that doesn't stand for big f and gun now does no it? it totally doesn't yeah weird yeah it's very weird bio force giant yeah <laughs> uh we got some uh some stuff here email wise got two of them i'm gonna read today at the end of the year got one from travis he sent it to filmsack at gmail.com. He is TV's Travis whenever he shows up in live shows. He says, hey, Sackers, just wanted to write in and say thank you for the show. Last week I had a traveling nightmare that ended with me having to drive six hours to get home after several hours at airports and trying to get from here to there. Filmsack helped me get home. Listening to you all go on about Escape from L.A., Evil Dead 2, and Minority Report, among others, kept me awake and alert as I drove in the fog. Thank you for all you do and keep on sacking. I thought that was really nice. Yeah, uh, glad we could be there for you. Thanks, Travis. Uh, then we got one from Jordan Heiler, Hillier, I guess is how you'd say it. Greetings, Sackers. I've been listening since the Adventures in Babysitting episode last year, and since have yeah. went have gone back to listen to all episodes of some of my favorite flicks. Allow me to recommend Turbo Kid. It is currently on Netflix. Oh, yeah. The film takes place in the most apocalyptic, uh, sorry, post-apocalyptic future of 1997. The movie is Camp Gold. I believe it would be right mm-hmm. down Sack Alley. Uh, but if you need, or if that does not tickle your pickle, <laughs> uh, he says that also. Well, so many, so many similes, or or like, uh, uh, what's what's the word? Like, um, what do you call those analogies uh, or whatever? Like, to choose going from. from camp to street, film sack alley to tickling my pickle. Yeah, like, tickle your pickle. He says I'd also love to hear your commentary on Alien Resurrection, my favorite of the series. Or my all-time favorite film, Army of Darkness. Thanks, guys, Jordan. I think Army oh, of Darkness yeah. and Alien Resurrection absolutely will at some point get on the show. Yeah, I've never heard of yeah. Turbo Kid. How so. is that the your favorite of the series, though? Well, yeah, that's the question. Yeah, that is a big yeah. question. 
It makes Have me you seen the other three, the first three? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even, well, I like four. I like four, yeah, but I don't. There's aspects of four I like. There's I mean, no way I'm going to ever say on, it's the best. Know? I'll never say it's yeah. the best, ever. So yeah. we, we need to find out where his head's at, and maybe we need to watch it again to find out. But Turbo Kid, no idea what that is. Never heard mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. But I'll watch More it. More recent. Then the way you seem like you, will, you knew what it was. I'm, I'm certain we'll watch Army of Darkness if it ever shows up on Netflix for us. Yeah, that or uh, yeah. Prime, maybe, whatever shows up there. Uh, but anyway, yeah, thank you for the recommendations, and we'll look into Turbo Kid. Never heard of it. Sounds like something that could be fun. You say it's more recent, but is it <laughs> is it jokingly set in 1997, but it was made post-97? Or was it made in but the 80s? One, is it, what I'm thinking about is from 2015, now, unless he's talking about something else. Well, let's see. Turbo but Kid. That was the one that I remember. Turbo Kid released trailer 2015. You're right. Um, it says. Yeah, 2015. So it's okay. So it's a little, you know what it's like? It's like that. Uh, um, oh, Michael Ironsides is in this. Yeah, that's um, what this is. It's a comic book fan adopts the persona of his favorite hero to save his enthusiastic friend in a post-apocalyptic wasteland of 1997. It's like that car, one, the death race thing kind of probably. Where they kind of knowingly probably. made a cheesy thing that's set in a time that would, you know, not mm. be apocalyptic. Uh, it stars Monroe Chambers, Lawrence LaBeouf, and Michael <laughs> Ironside. So that's, mm. that's all you need to know. Let's get in there. Let's make it happen. Uh, all right. Yeah, good, good uh, recommendations. And we get these all the time from you guys, so we want to thank you for those. Next week on Film Sack, Randy, you want to do the honors? Who are we watching? What's the movie? Happy, Happy New Year. Now go watch Assassins. Assassins. <laughs> this is 1990s. Assassins. Is this the 96-ish one? Correct. Okay. Correct. We're going to watch us some Sylvester Stallone to kick off 2019. 95. Oh, yeah. Him and Antonio Banderas, Julianne oh. Moore. Yeah. Wow. Richard Donner. Uh, mm-hmm. Look at this. Yeah. The, the Wachowskis siblings. Oh, were they in this? They wrote it? Oh, they wrote it. They wrote a story. Yeah. Okay. Screenplay and story by them. I'm in. I'm all in. Let's watch it. Lethal Matrix starring uh, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Lethal Matrix. Stallone Banderas. That's how they have it written on the front. <laughs> Stallone yeah. Banderas in Assassins. This is back when Banderas was still making things that weren't an animated cat, right? He was still had, <laughs> right, <laughs> he still had work. I like him, but you never see him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's fantastic. Let's do that, and that'll be next week. That'll be our first episode of the year 2019. We want to thank you guys all for being with us for 2018. Hope you had a good year. I know we had some fun, and hopefully you did right along with us. Don't forget, filmsack.com is the website, and if you want to find out more about us, find old shows, get the backlogs, whatever you want to do, that's where you'll get it, at filmsack.com. And if you'd like to email us, filmsack at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, at filmsack, and we'd like you to leave us reviews wherever you get your shows. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. We'll see you next time. Doot doot. (laughs) This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I fell in the damn hole.